Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is September the 14th. 2020 strong hand long-term thinking personal responsibility is new counterculture buy and hold one day closer to an all-time high buying over crying baby i'm offended by selling hello my elite friends be sure you check out last night's show it was on at 1 a.m in the morning it was a late so lots of you missed it lots of you uh, just follow the algorithm so you won't get it delivered to you but so check it out it's linked to below disruptmeister.com um, show schedule will be a little weird. I'm, get, I'm getting back to Baltimore tomorrow, so I'm, I'm happy about that. Today's show, not going to be that long of a show unless you guys have questions, my elite friends. So please ask questions today. There will be plenty of time. I will have answers. Now, the way you ask questions, listen carefully. You type in Bitcoin Meister or you do a super chat. That will get my attention. You just don't type in a random question in there because I'm not going to see it. I'm not looking at the chat all the time. Okay. Uh, yesterday, I want to make a correction about yesterday's show. I talked about uh, something called Mint Layer, uh, which is a side chain to bring DeFi to Bitcoin. And I said that Binance might have something to do with it. Well, I, I made a mistake. I, it should have. I should have said Bitfinex has apparently endorsed it, whatever that means. So, just wanted to make that correction from yesterday. I said Binance. I should have said Bitfinex. Now, uh, let's start with a Ken Bozak tweet, a pretty funny one. You can shill a horse to Bitcoin, but you can't make it buy the dip. I retweeted that one today, at TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Follow me there. Lots of tweets. To, there's been a lot tweeted out. It's been wild on uh, TechBalt Twitter. That's where you get the, a full taste of the Bitcoin Meister ecosystem, including some beyond Bitcoin type of information. We're going to talk about that at the end of the show. Just like last night, I talked about a beyond Bitcoin story. I've got a beyond Bitcoin story for the end of this show. It's about Utah. Now, uh, St. George, Utah, in fact. And, of course, at DisruptMeister.com, you can watch This Week in Bitcoin. Ken, Gigi, and Anders were on this week. This coming Friday is Erev Rosh Hashanah. That means Rosh Hashanah starts that night, so I have to get everything done early on Friday. We're having a 9 a.m. Baltimore time this week in Bitcoin show. There are going to be two new guests on the show, maybe three. Who knows? But I bring you the best freaking guests in the space. I'm always getting new people. Well, not always, but I'm, I'm bringing you new people every once in a while. Uh, I always like to have new people, and so we're going to have two new people on Friday, 9 a.m. Don't follow the algorithm. Remember to check it out yourself or just disruptmeister.com. Um, it'll be a good show, 9 a.m. in the morning, Baltimore time. Now, let's microstrategy back in the news again. As all of you know, the microstrategy news of they, they bought a bunch of Bitcoin. Uh, and I thought that was the biggest Bitcoin story of 2020. I still do so far. That's the biggest story. Well, they're trying to top it off. They're trying to. They, in a filing with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission on Friday, the company noted that its board of directors has updated the company's Treasury Reserve policy. The new policy notes that aside from cash, cash equivalents, and short-term investments, 
Bitcoin will now serve as the company's primary reserve asset. As a result of this new policy, the company's holdings of Bitcoin may increase beyond the $250 million investment that the com company disclosed on August the 11th, 2020. Oh, yeah. So it's totally in their playbook, in their rule book. They're allowed to buy even more. And hey, they they should do that. They should uh, I, I hope they do that. They will inspire other companies to do that. Uh, they're they're beating the, they're beating the crowd into this because they were the first big company to do this. They're gonna be many others. Hey, maybe they'll be the first and the second. Nope. Hey, good for them. Good for them. So that was the big that was big news uh, in uh, I mean all the uh, all the uh, even the traditional uh, crypto publications they were yammering about it today. But I wanted to you know, put my little spin on it. Uh, and before we talk about the female podcasters of cryptocurrency, Cass Eight says, "How many treasures should people own and why?" All right, you should add. You should own um, if you have more than one Bitcoin, which is. You know, one Bitcoin is worth over $10,000 freaking dollars now. Um, you should have more than one hardware wallet, I, I believe. Um, and a, a, a reason to uh, a reason to have uh, more than one Trezor, if you're just going to have Trezors, you can – I've heard people uh, just uh, – with one of the Trezors, they just mess around with the crypto dividends on that one. And the other one is their pure storage one. They never mess around with, uh, you know, looking at the uh, the, the or playing around with the uh, recovery seed or anything like that. Um, so there, there's one that's more experimental and one that's more like hardcore. Uh, but they're, they're, they're people that kind of worry about just doing anything with their treasure, which is, I mean, it's a legitimate worry. Uh, the, the other reason to have two, more than one storage device is just in case of some cataclysmic, horrible uh, event um, where where you lose it uh, or where you lose your recovery seat or something really freaky goes wrong. I mean, you, you still have uh, some of your uh, Bitcoin at a reliable uh, place of storage. So, yes, I, I recommend the, the people who, I mean, if you already have one Bitcoin, you have that much value in Bitcoin. Uh, you're, you're that much into the game where yeah, you, you can handle two uh, storage devices very easily. So th th there's there's my thing right there. Good good question. I, I've talked about this before. Um, I remember I spoke about it in Los Angeles in 2018 at uh, one of Andrews' events. But yes, and, and uh, it, it, again, if you got one, if you got one Bitcoin, think about having two uh, storage devices. You and hey, they don't have to be Trezors. I mean. You know, I, Trezor is my favorite one. I've got, I've got plenty. I've got more than two storage devices. Trust me on that one. Um, but uh, yeah, if you, I mean, you can experiment with other ones to to see uh, which one you feel the most comfortable with. All right, uh, people are happy that they caught me at this time. All right, remember, if you got questions, people, you got to type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat. Remember, only way I see it. So going back to the uh, and thank you for following the directions. Uh, Cass and Roman Q. Uh, Roman Q says two trezors with the same seed. You can then update one and not have a stroke. Always have a backup. Okay, I mean that's that's uh, that's an interesting technique. That's that's an interesting technique there. Um, interesting technique. All right, uh, retweet this, people. I just put this. Thank you, Roman Q, for sharing that. 
Um, all right. And I think someone else has mentioned that to me before also. As you get, this is why you have uh, multiple storage devices. You, you, can, you can figure out different, uh, you can come up with your own plans, okay? And uh, I mean, I was just thinking, and well, I'm not encouraging altcoin hand handling, but uh, one could be just pure Bitcoin, and then one could be where you have your altcoins and some backup Bitcoin or something. One could be a travel trezor that you just take with you uh, for travel uh, purposes if you're going on long trips. Uh, I, I mean, we can get that's a whole nother show, you know, whether you should bring uh, storage devices with you on trips, which type of storage devices, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, all right. Uh, we talked about MicroStrategy. Uh, and so something I've noticed here. Well, first of all, I want to thank everyone who listens to this show, who doesn't need to see my face. Um, Sportsmeister.com. You can listen to the podcast version of the show, which is just this show without without video and a lot of you have been watching it and, and donating that way and i really appreciate it it means a lot to me um because it's it's you have you guys are not servants to any algorithm you have been very proactive and the support continues to grow over there so i'm and i know it's it's pure 20 percenters over there it's it's pure 20 percenters over there really um i i like i like so with all that in mind it Definitely, I mean, I think we all can agree that it's much more likely it, it, that podcasts are going to uh, audio only podcasts are going to attract twenty percenters and, and, and thinking people more so than videos. Okay, YouTube is is much larger than any podcast platform, first of all, and there's just some people that just like to look at things on YouTube. They don't pay attention to a word you say. They drool. At, uh, at good looking ladies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, but in our, in the cryptocurrency space, we have plenty of females, plenty of females, plenty of females that have um, Twitter feeds that are very popular where they post little video clips of themselves. They have Instagram crypto stuff, which I don't do that at all. I mean, that's, that's for 16 year old kids, I, I think. But I mean, there's some people that have minds of 16 year old kids. So they like to look at pictures of, of crypto people on Instagram and it's not my thing. Maybe it's your thing. Okay, it's not my thing at all. That um, you won't see a Bitcoin Meister on an Instagram. If you do, it's someone faking being me. Now, uh, and and then of course, uh, yeah. So I say the, the female YouTubers, female and female Twitters, female Instagram in the crypto space. And some of it, I mean, quite a few of them, they gain following very very fast. Many. Many simps, I mean, guys are, are, you know, following them for their information, I mean, you know, for their pictures or inform not for their information. So this is the thing. I, I give Laura Shin and um, Laura Shin and, and Anita from Austria a lot of credit. They, they started off with audio podcast only, audio podcast only. And so this is my question. We, uh, and they've got great audio podcasts. I mean, I don't agree with Laura Shin on, on a lot of things, you, you know, I, and I, I, I mean, I, and I met Anita. Anita. Anita is great. Anita's been on my show twice. Um, I don't agree with her on everything either, but she's got, I love what she does. She has a German version of the show. Some of her shows are just in German, a few of them. So I love that. I love, um, but, and she went to Zimbabwe and that was great. But, but with all that in mind, are there any other females out there? And again, we have plenty of females in the space. Um, that are, are that produce their own content. Any other female content producers 
that are, that have pod, that have audio only podcast. And why why wouldn't they? Uh, I mean, it's pretty easy to change your um, video into audio. That's all I do. Um, so I'm not. I mean, is you would think they they've got they've got great content, right? All these simps are following them. But wouldn't the simps just listen to them also? So it's again, it's not their fault. It, I mean. They're, the market is dictating what they're doing. They know. They know. What, what's the point of going to podcast? None of these simps are going to follow me over there. That, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Um, and it, it's a very interesting phenomenon. So, so look at it. So, again, this is not the fault of these ladies at all. That's not their fault at all. They're doing what the market tells them to do. It's just it's, the, the, the simps in this space are, I mean, are pathetic. <laughs> are actually, they're not, they're not, they're not, um, they're not, they're not watching for the, the information. And and the ladies are welcome to give whatever type of information they want to. Um, but I, I, I here's something here that the the audience that Anita gets and that Laura gets just from and now Laura is uh, she she put it on a video she has she moved it to YouTube also. But excluding that part of her repertoire, um, that I bet their audiences on on podcast uh, the audio versions of their their shows are not very similar to some of the popular female YouTubers uh, and, and Twitter clippers and stuff. It's just, it's the cross. There's probably very little crossover, very little crossover. Um, so it, it's a, it's a commentary on, um, on the world, I guess I, I'm putting it out there, but this is where the big boys play and the big girls play. So everybody's welcome to do everything that they want to do. I'm just saying there's a lot of dudes there that just, um, you know, there's a lot of people that say they're part of the they're 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 in the crypto space. They watch this person, they watch that person. They're not they're not learning a darn thing. They're not paying attention to a darn thing. If if the uh, all right, so uh, and we've talked about this here before. Now uh, we've got more questions coming up there. How come you don't have um, you don't want Instagram? As I think it's childish. I I, I don't need to look. I don't need people to look at me and, and, and whatever uh, I don't, it's it's a it's a call to attention i really think there's some most many of the people on instagram are just like look at me look at me i'm pretty i'm beautiful oh i'm so great and this is men doing it men doing it too it's mostly women i don't i don't need that okay i, I don't I, um I, I am who i am okay um i don't i don't need that type of support uh Speaking of crypto, says Crypto Sipto. It's good to see Crypto Sipto here. He is an original. He he has a he, he does stuff that's a, it's about combining cryptocurrency and wine and, and drink and tasting. It's uh, I, I met him in Long Beach. It's good stuff. Now, uh, Janine. Oh, here we go. Roman Q. Janine from Black Di, Black Digest is epic and crazy intelligent. No fancy sets and graphics with it. Yes, she doesn't show her face. That's a good point. That's a, that's a, that's a very good point. There's there's another one there. So I'm glad uh so someone else. But again, the people who um, Block Digest is hardcore. Okay, I mean that is like of all the YouTube out there of all the all the YouTube channels, they're the most hardcore. Like they're hardcore just to be hardcore. Part of it. well, it, it just it, it reminds me of of some of the hipster bars in Baltimore. Like they. Well, then it's to, it's the true like non-mainstream type of stuff. I mean, they don't want to do anything mainstream over there. They don't want to do anything mainstream. If there's a hint of of mainstream, um, I mean, they don't 
they don't do it. They, they kick you out, I guess. <laughs> um, but it, it reminds me of just, you know, in Baltimore, if you're down, if you're if if you're down with the scene, you know the little places that no one else knows about. And Block Digest is like that type of channel, the little places that nobody else knows about. That it's like ultra twenty percenter. I mean, they're even more so than me. More so than me. Some of them have been around longer than I have. I believe some of them have. I I, I don't know. So um, yeah, no no bell, bells or whistles. Here says a crypto sifto. Well, no fancy sensor graphics is what we say, and that's what they definitely do over there. But most people in this space, that's what they want. They want fancy sets and graphics, and the fee. And what really proves it is that is the female uh, ratio of fee of the ones that show their face to the ones that don't show their face, um, because they're just they're just satisfying the market. They're just satisfying the market. They know it's a complete waste of their time to do do a podcast. It's an audio-only podcast. It's a complete waste of most of their times because you know um, you only have so much time, and uh, the, the guys are just watching them to, to see them. Um, all right, so that we went off on. You know, there wasn't, you know, I, I talk about what I want to talk about on this show. There wasn't other. What else was there to talk about today? Uh, we're going to talk about Utah at the end of this show. You never know what I'm going. I never know what I'm going to end up talking about. <laughs> All right, pound that like button. So, uh, golden age skills again. This is about people were making fun of. Uh, I think somebody in their LinkedIn profile called themselves a lead Ethereum strategist. Okay, some of the some guys that you know that like to send people to the Bitcoin Inquisition were, were making fun of that, and I've got a different spin on that. That is a golden age t- job title. Here's my hint to everyone out there. I know some of you have dabbled in altcoins before, okay? If you know how to send Ethereum, if you know how to uh, play around with MetaMask and use the Ethereum Block Explorer even, or uh, what's another one I have written down here? I, there was something – you could call yourself an Ethereum uh, – a lead Ethereum strategist. Call yourself that. Make up your own title. Dude, there are so few people on this planet – that if you can use fork delta, that, that's another one. That's an Ethereum thing. Fork delta, MetaMask, and I, I can use all these things. I've experienced. I mean, again, I we, we had to claim uh, to get our free uh, ego coin through Mister Ego. We had to go through all this Ethereum nonsense um, after he ripped on Ethereum so much in 2017. Anyway, but but, but besides that tangent, uh, yeah, you can call yourself a lead. Ethereum. Who's stopping you from calling yourself a lead Ethereum strategist? That, that looks pretty darn good on your resume. And you and you can not only talk the talk, you can walk the walk if you can uh, present those skills because most people are, can't do that. So some of you are saying, oh, no, that, that's not right. You can only be a – you can only put Ethereum on your resume if you know how to program on it. Nonsense. Absolute nonsense, okay? Because even most people who own Ethereum, I bet, don't know how to send an Ethereum. Don't do, uh, an ether or whatever. They they don't know they don't know Ethereum 2.0 is on the way. They don't know anything. All right. So and I and I I know th- some of you think this is funny. The uh, a block explorer. If you know how to use a block explorer, some of the wealthy millionaires out there that have bought Bitcoin, they don't know what a block explorer is, even is. And it's it's a very simple thing to do. You just type in the address. You see how much Bitcoin's at the address or how much Ethereum's at the address. It's very easy to do. But that's a skill. That is a golden age skill that most people on this planet don't even come close to having. Okay, 
Um, so no, no shame in uh, putting this stuff. You, you, there's a lot of people out there that, that say, "Hey, man, I don't have enough cash to buy a Bitcoin or buy whatever, uh, a fraction of Bitcoin even, but I want a job in this space." Well, dude, this is how you get a job. You know how to. You got to have a resume with awesome keywords like that, with awesome titles like that. Call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. Uh, no shame if you have those skills. You are worthy of being having some title in this world. And as as the world as the 2020s progress, this golden age progress, more and more people are going to have these skills and remember people. I had a video that I linked to below. And uh, and even if you're not uh, applying to a job uh, in the cryptocurrency space, if you're just applying to a regular job and you can say, hey, I was a lead Ethereum strategist or whatever whack title you can come up with yourself with with the word Bitcoin or Ethereum or cryptocurrency in it, they will like it. They will be and you can say, yes, I know how to operate a block explorer. And they'll be very impressive because most companies won't even know what the heck you're talking about. And, and they'll see you're very diversified. You're in this new industry. And uh, maybe we can create a special position for this person. This is what the golden age brings. Don't let don't let traditional limits get in your way. Don't and I'm not saying about giving yourself fake skills on your uh, skills that you don't have on your resume. You are giving real skills that you can demonstrate that will impress these people. Uh, and you're just like making it seem, give it a real cool uh, title. I mean, that's part of marketing right there. Now, uh, and these are skills that people totally overlook in our space because we're in this little bubble. People take it for granted. They think the whole world knows how to uh, send the Bitcoin. And the whole world does not know how to send the Bitcoin. The whole world doesn't know how to set up a Trezor, Okay. Um, and if you need help doing that, you can you can get a crypto consultation right here with me. And again, if you have the five skills that I talked about in that video, where is that video of mine? Five valuable Bitcoin skills you can profit off of in the 2020s. You will be elite. I link to that below. Okay, I link to that. Sending, storage, setup, signing, splitting slash extraction. I called it. You watch the video. It's linked to below. And block exploring there. So fake sushi in the comments. I noticed that since this whole sushi swap thing has been all over the news, that the uh, the bots that uh, leave comments in your co comment section of your YouTube videos, they're telling people that uh, they're giving away sushi because and they're they're using like a real life story, you know, how the guy gave the sushi back. So the sushi spam says talks about we're giving sushi back. I know you guys. I hope at least you guys will not fall for any of that stuff. I erase that stuff as soon as I see it, but it keeps on coming. It's horrible. It's like it, 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 it's like a, a, a disease that you don't want to get from uh, you know what. Any anyway, <laughs> so uh, yeah, you you guys will should notice it in everybody's comments section. The newest uh, spam on YouTube is sushi spam, so be aware of that. So my my flight will land in Baltimore. In less than 24 hours now. So I am I am pleased that I will be in Baltimore for the high holidays for two weeks. Then after that, um, I will be in Utah. Hey, remember, 1,800 shows of mine. I've been 1,800 freaking shows, disruptmeister.com, the archives. I just don't talk about these links for the heck of it. I'm not wasting my breath. I want you to check this stuff out. Everything is linked below that we talked about. Now, finally, I'm going to leave you with the Beyond Bitcoin moment. There was, uh, and this might have happened 
over a week ago, but it's now trending on Twitter. In St. George, which is a rapidly growing city that pe many people want to move to because it is so safe and family-oriented, they had a protest there against, uh, against masks, okay? And so are there all these SJWs that are, you know, saying these people are morons, these, you know, uh, attacking them because of their race, really attacking these people because of their race, because they're white, and uh, which is just such a non-thinking thing to do. I mean, um, just not using your, you know, being being totally collectivist, but that's what H SJWs are. They don't think of people as individuals. And, you know, how, how horrible St. George is, even though it's one of the largest, fastest growing uh, metropolitan areas in the United States, if not the fastest growing. Um, but th they had a protest out there and it the, the video is... Uh, I retweeted it, and some people, some people who support, uh, who are not compliant, who are defiant. I think some people who are defiant are not would be since they want to fit in so much. Even defiant people, some of them want to fit in. They don't retweet this because there's so much, there's so much bad com negative commentary under the video. Um, but no, I retweeted it because again, be, be, fitting in is totally overrated. These people do not care about fitting in in St. George, Utah. I give them all the credit in the world. I retweeted. I said, I love this. I'm so happy that I'm going to be in Utah for two months. Now, again, they're not in Salt Lake City. They're, they're very Salt Lake City and St. George are very far apart at different, completely different parts of the state. But I will be in Salt Lake City. Um, yeah, well, starting September 29th until November 24th or something like that, right before Thanksgiving. Uh, so, yeah, retweet that. I link to it below. Uh, you, you can tell me what you think about what you think about it, uh, but a good job, St. George, Utah, not being compliant, be, being defiant. But man, some of the, there was some hateful, envious type of commentary under there from the SJWs. It just shows how collectivist they are. And that is it. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister. You will see me in Baltimore next, or maybe I'll do it at the airport tomorrow. Who knows? Pound that like and subscribe to the channel. Uh, Awesome. See you guys later. Uh, defiance. Pound that like button. <laughs>